I think on that deeper level, when we are worrying about if something we like is normal or not, it is it is more about, is this other person, is this group of people going to accept me? And when you start worrying about that, maybe ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen if they didn't accept me? Welcome to Pretty in Kink. I am here to show you the messy side of life and how beautiful it can really be. I believe that all of life is just one big kink, and I want to bring you along on this journey as we explore that. I want to show you the awkward side of sexy, the sweet side of dirty. I want to show you how messy life can be, yet still be so beautiful. I'm Tara V, and I am an adult content creator, and I am also an awkward girl extraordinaire. But I'm not afraid to talk about things that make most people uncomfortable, which makes it easier for us to explore the darker side of all of these things. So buckle up, let me be your safe word, and let's go get weird. Hello, hello, and welcome back, my lovely little weirdos. I'm so excited to be back for another episode, and I hope that you can still hear the big smile that's on my face because you guys just make me stupid happy. And I am just excited that you're here with me and you continue to let me creep and crawl into your ear canals and make myself at home. And I am continuously sorry with how creepy that sounds, but not sorry enough that I'm going to stop saying it. Love you. (laughs) On that note though, of maybe saying weird things, That's going to be our topic for today. Well, not necessarily weird, but normal. What is normal? Do we care if something we like is normal? And who the hell gets to even say what normal is? Like who gets to dictate that and classify what's good, what's not? Let's talk about it. And the reason we're going to talk about it is because one of you asked me. Um, I had asked for listener questions and I got one regarding a kink and it kind of opened some things up for me and I thought this is a good conversation that doesn't have to pertain just to sexual things. I think so much in the world of sex and kink and fetishes and all of that can really pertain to everything in our life. So Never hear a topic begin with something that might be sexual that you're like, I'm not really familiar with that. And I'm not sure if I even want to learn about that. Maybe stick around because you might be surprised at what you can pull from that conversation and use it for your everyday life and still have it be effective or it can still be something that you relate to just kind of in a different manner. So with this and discussing if a kink is normal or not, it can surround so many other things and I think so many people are plagued with the worry of if they're going to be considered abnormal or not. So with this question, I just thought we could go 
kind of far with this. The way I got the question was when I had put a call out for you guys to ask me things and tell me what you want to talk about. And side note, I will now always have a link to where you can ask me anonymous questions in my show notes. Every show I intend to put that link It's a safe little place for you. I will not know who you are. It is 100% anonymous and you can come and ask what you want to ask. Give me some suggestions of things you want to learn about or hear about and I'll get them anonymously. So always in the show notes. This question, the question was, my kink is high heels. As a man, it drives me crazy to see a woman in heels. Is that normal? I can't get enough of a woman in heels. And when I read that, my heart hurt a little when I read the part of, is that normal? Because it sucks that we have to wonder that at all. It sucks that something that we enjoy can make us kind of second guess ourselves. And ultimately, do we really care? right? Like who cares? My point of view, whether it's sexual or anything else in life, is it legal? Are you hurting anybody? Are you safe? That's really all that matters to me. And really for me personally, reading this question, I think high heel kinks are cool because it's, it's one of those kinks that can kind of be satisfied anywhere. And when I say that, if you maybe are not as familiar with the world of kink and you know you don't get into some of these things that might sound weird when i say that and what i mean by that is you know with kinks and fetishes it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual in that when it satisfies that need in you it's a sexual satisfaction sometimes it's just it just makes you feel good and so like a high heel kink kind of awesome because anywhere you go you can see people in high heels right like you're walking down the street there she is in high heels you're at a restaurant look at those heels you're in the park anywhere shit you're watching tv someone's in heels you can kind of have that satisfied to a certain degree anywhere and that's gonna be kind of cool to just be you know sitting on a park bench you see a woman with heels and you know your heart gets a little pitter-pattery you get that little bit of excitement and again I don't mean it's some creeper in a park jerking it to someone in heels kinks satisfy us in a lot of ways you know I have a praise kink and that was unlocked for me (laughs) over the last like two years and oh it's way up there on the list now and that can be satisfied in a lot of ways and that can be as simple as a boss telling me that I'm doing a good job that doesn't mean I'm gonna go have an orgasm over that or I'm getting wet it's just it still gives me that warm feeling that I get from certain kinks and so I think high heel kinks are kind of like superpower (laughs) I'm slightly envious I want one that I can easily access (laughs) so enjoy that and hold on to that if you're ever questioning like is this normal think about how cool it actually is that you've got that anywhere you go you can kind of keep it in your back pocket and with feeling normal we have to ask Do we care? Do we really want to be normal? Because honestly, I think for me, 
normal sounds super boring. I don't, I don't want to be boring. I want to, I want to have excitement in my life and normal doesn't sound exciting. I want my blood work to be normal. I, I want my car's engine to run normal. Um, you know, I want the vet to tell me that my dog's behavior is normal. Normal is for stuff like that. Normal is not ever what I want for my personality. Why would we really want that? And I challenge you that the next time you're worrying about it and you're worrying about, is this normal? Am I scared that maybe something I like isn't right? Or is this more I'm worried about being accepted? Because I think those are two different things. They do go hand in hand. I think on that deeper level, when we are worrying about if something we like is normal or not, it is it is more about, is this other person, is this group of people going to accept me? And when you start worrying about that, maybe ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen if they didn't accept me? If they didn't think that my loving women in high heels is normal, what then? Are you still okay? Yeah, right? Nothing bad happened. So long as they didn't make you feel bad, even if it's not something they're into, the world didn't stop. If they make you feel bad about it, well, you just saved yourself some time and maybe realize you shouldn't be spending time with people that are going to make you feel bad. You know, do you worry that the way you eat your pizza is normal? You like to eat it with a knife and a fork. You don't go to the pizza restaurant and see that often. But do you sit there and worry, is this normal? Does that worry hold the same weight for you? That the worry that somebody might think one of your kinks is abnormal or one of your hobbies is abnormal? It probably doesn't, right? So who gets to even decide what is going to be normal and what's not? And when somebody makes you feel like you're not normal, the next question you need to ask yourself is, who is this coming from? And is this the person that when I see their life, do I want that life? No. So why do I even care what their opinion is? It can still suck because when you start asking these bigger questions, you can see people close to you in a different light than maybe you expected. And it can change relationships a bit. But in the long run, it ultimately is a gift because do you really want those people in your life anyways? I am not asking for people in my life to necessarily quantify something I like as normal. What I'm asking is for them to accept me as who I am. That's more important to me. I know that my kinks might not appear quote unquote normal in the eyes of some of my friends that don't have the same sexual desires as me. Does that make me abnormal? No, it just makes me different. It just means we have different likes. If they start making me feel bad that my likes don't mirror theirs, that's when there's a problem. I'm not going to look down on my friend or be offended by my friend if I tell her how much I love somebody spitting in my mouth and she kind of looks at me like, oof, what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that taking somebody off guard. I'm okay with somebody going, I don't think I understand that, but I'm not okay if then they go, ew, that's so gross. Why do you like that? That's disgusting. Then there's a bit more of a problem. 
And then I want to have that conversation of like, why are you okay making me feel that way? And if you can't have that conversation and you can't kind of open each other's eyes, then I guess thank you for being a dick because now I know that you are far too comfortable to make me feel that way. And a friend shouldn't be comfortable to hurt another friend. A lover shouldn't be comfortable to hurt another lover. So ultimately, thank you. You don't have to necessarily agree with what I do and you don't have to find it common, but you can still accept me with that thing that I like that you don't like. And when we're in sexual relationships, you are going to find partners that are maybe not going to understand how much you love seeing them in high heels. Then you have to make that decision if it's something that you can sacrifice or not. And if they just kind of say, you know, it's not my thing. And that's that. That's one thing. If they react to you with like, what? That's so weird. Why would you even know? I'm not doing that for you. Like, that's weird. Well, take a deeper look at them. (laughs) Maybe make some changes and go find a replacement. (laughs) But it's all, I think, in, in the way somebody accepts you for that. And ultimately, do we really want to be normal? I don't. Do I want to find people that like the same things as I do? I do. But how boring would it be if I only had sexual encounters with people that had a spit kink? I'd be satisfied with that. Like that would be great. But after months or even years of that being the only kink that we explore, what does that become? Doesn't become normal? That's kind of boring, right? I want variety. I want adventure. I want experimentation. I want all of that. So while I want somebody to accept me for my kink and be willing to explore it with me, I also want people that have other things that they can introduce me to. And that's where I think the problem comes into play if we start isolating people by classifying something as normal or not normal. Then everything becomes normal and it's boring and it's monotonous. I don't want to hang out with the normal people. I want the abnormal people. And when I was prepping for this episode, you know, I was exploring the word normal and the things it brings up for me. And so I thought the book nerd that I am, I wanted to look up the definition. What does normal actually mean? And when I read it, (laughs) ew, ew, guys, no, please don't ever call me normal. Please, can we make a pact right now that we all stay as fucking weird as possible? Can we? Pretty please. Ready? Pact. One, two, three. We're all going to stay weird. Because the definition of normal is conforming to a standard, usual, typical, or expected. Who wants that life? Raise your hand now. I'm looking in the audience. I see no hands. Because that's not a fun life. That's boring. Conforming to a standard? Ew. No, thank you. I would rather take that little bit of discomfort that somebody might make me feel for classifying me as not normal over the feeling I'm going to have of living a life where I am conforming. 
And that word bothered me a lot, conforming. Ugh. So then I wanted to look at that definition and then it was just, it just got grosser because to conform means to be similar or identical, to be obedient or compliant, obedient or compliant. Uh, uh, nope, nope. I will take abnormal with a capital A. That can be my scarlet letter. Put that A on my back. I am a-okay with that. A thousand percent down for that. I'll take the discomfort of maybe not quite fitting in with all the other people. I don't want to conform and I don't want to be normal and I don't want to be expected. Expected is one of my least favorite things. I, I don't know. I just like to take people off guard. And it's funny because it's not necessarily a conscious thing I do. It's just what I do. And I'm okay with it. I cannot imagine being expected. Oh, it sounds so boring. And it's funny because one of the most hurtful things somebody ever said to me was that I'm not normal which I find that ironic for how strongly I feel against wanting to be normal. But because of the way it was said to me, oh, it ripped me to pieces. And I remember reading that and dropping my phone and crumbling. I mean, crumbling. Those words took me down. They took my breath away and they took that entire night for me because I cried all night long because to be told that I was not normal. Those words devastated me. And while I don't want to conform and fall into this group of like normalcy, because boring, to tell somebody that they're not normal is just cruel. It's cruel. You can say, I don't understand your behavior. Your behavior doesn't make sense to me. But to say you're not normal is just vicious, in my opinion. And those words took me down. It robbed me of just so much. And it stirred so much up in me from, I think, being judged in the past. And such a basic word, normal, it's crazy the weight that it can carry because this was last summer and I still carry it and it's fairly heavy. And while I know that his statement was coming from a reflection within himself, and I truly am okay with who I am, and I sleep well at night with my actions, and I know that I am not what he was insinuating, they still carry weight. And in quiet moments, I still sit with that statement. And it makes me question myself sometimes. And I question my integrity. I question who I am. And that's bullshit. That from somebody telling me that I'm not normal for something that they don't understand or that they don't agree with. And instead of having the ability to sit down and say, I don't understand this. Can we discuss this? And instead just throwing those words at somebody, it's not fair and it's not right. And I think we all need to check ourselves a little bit when we begin judging people and thinking like, well, that's not normal that they're doing that. Think about it for a minute and think about maybe 
Do I think that just simply because it's something that I don't do? I don't eat pizza with a knife and a fork. I wonder why they do. That's odd. Maybe in childhood, they picked up a super hot piece of pizza and the way they were holding it, they dropped it, it spilled on their lap and it burned their thighs. And now they feel safer with a knife and a fork. You have no idea. Maybe they just want to look bougie while eating pizza. Let them be bougie. Question why you think something's not normal and, and question what would happen if you just accepted it as it was. What is the worst that could happen? So you have a friend that eats pizza with a knife and a fork. So you have a friend that spits in other people's mouths. Your friend loves to check out women in high heels. It turns them on. Accept it. Move on. Did that change your life any? No. Did it hurt you by accepting it? Mm -mm. Did it damage anything in your life? Did it take anything from you? Has it negatively impacted you? No. You just learn something new about a person or you learn something about that thing. And if you ask your friend about it and you hear more about it, you might actually get intrigued enough to try it yourself. You never know. So just embrace the abnormal. Embrace the weird. We don't want to be like everybody else. We want to be unexpected. And fuck conforming. Let's just be the weird little weirdos we are and keep enjoying life and fuck everybody else. And the more you have that mentality, you will start gravitating to other people that are your same kind of weird. And suddenly you fit in. Imagine that. So that's it for today. I embrace you, my little weirdos, and I love you for embracing me and my kind of weird. And I hate the self-plug thing, but <laughs> as I said that, I was kind of like, that's what she said, because plug, butt plug, what we talk about here. Anyways, <laughs> I hate plugging myself. I can't now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I hate... I don't know what to say. It's plugging. Yeah, I hate like this stupid little self-plug, but if you are enjoying yourself, I would love you so much if you left me a review or a rating because it does me wonders and keeps me in the charts and the charts satisfy that praise kink of mine and gives me validation so I sleep better at night. So go rate me, review me, love me, and stay weird. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Where even are you? What are you? No. Yo. Don't, don't bite me. Fucker. Don't do it. Seriously should have gotten a goldfish. Cinderella glass slipper style. It's not on the lawn, yo. You're not abnormal, my friend at all. See, Becky doesn't think you're abnormal either. The more I have evolved as a person, the m Did you hear that? But what was that? Because I'm alone and you're right here. Please hold.